Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Okay, right, let's get on to the subject uh, of the day, really. Uh, and uh, this bloke I love talking to, um, he has interviewed me a bit over the years, so I've interviewed him once, and uh, that was uh, too long ago. Uh, so tonight's the night where the New Zealand sporting public get into arguments over who deserved to win uh, what at the Halberg Awards. We were spared the debate last year when the annual event was postponed due to COVID. So we have two years worth of sporting achievements to debate and to help us do so as broadcasting legend, and I mean that, uh, Brendan Telfer. Uh, Telf, good morning to you. Thanks, mate. How are you? I'm um, really good. Uh, actually, uh, before we start on that, uh, we had a chat to Ryan Fox this morning. That was a great one, wasn't it? You'd love that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I do remember it. Yeah, I, 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 it was a plane goal the next morning that uh, I didn't want to. I had a little seventy tea off or something, so I didn't want to stay up all night and watch the golf. But it was just so compelling, and uh, I remember <laughs> going to bed at about uh, twenty to three in the morning. And one of my playing mates said, "I oh, uh, when I got to the golf course a few hours later, he said, now nah, mate, he said I I bailed out at uh, one o'clock, but my wife, he said, my my wife stayed up till quarter to three watching." It. But, yeah, I was very pleased for him. Um, he, When it really mattered, he dug deep and found some shots that uh, just kicked him clear of the field. And uh, he was in a bit of trouble early on in his round. And I thought, well, you know, they were coming at him left, right and centre. But uh, uh, he, one of the great strengths of Ryan Fox as a golfer is his ability to ground rounds out and ground them out well. And even if he's not playing well, he still knows how to score reasonably well. And that's what he did that night and or that morning. And... Um, I hope, I hope he wins a few more. I think he will. I think he will. We may, we may well uh, this time next year be talking about him in one of these categories that we're about to enter now because it is the night when uh, all is revealed on these sporting performances. Uh, Telf, let's go through them uh, category by category and your thinking anyway. Uh, Sportswoman of the Year, uh, Dame Lisa Carrington, uh, Courtney Duncan, of course, a young lady who's superb at motocross. Emma Twig, what a great story. Sarah Hirani. Great uh, role model, and Lydia Coe, who whose year just gets better and better. Uh, yes, well, the irony here is, I suppose, uh, Lisa Carrington should win this uh, by the length of the home straight, but every one of the remaining contenders or finalists in that category, probably on any number of years, um, would win the Sportswoman of the Year based on what they do, uh, what they've done over the last one or two years. Uh, Courtney Duncan winning the World Championship, I think, for the third time in motocross. That very emotional performance of uh, Emma Twiggs in the single skulls at the Olympic Games. Lydia Coe, um, yeah, um, for me, when golfers get into the final of these categories, they have to have won a major to take off the big prize. I always think 
a major championship is the equivalent to a gold medal at the Olympic Games or a world championship. And Lydia didn't win a major last year. She had a very good year, best for four or five years, and she climbed quickly up the world rankings. I think she's in the top five now, which she hasn't been for a while. But she really didn't do enough, I think, to stop Lisa Carrington. And winning three gold medals is quite extraordinary. It was uh, She's a, probably, for me, a runaway winner in this category. Okay, so uh, Lisa Carrington wins that one. Let's uh, pop across to the men where there are uh, just four nominees uh, when it comes to um, our particular category here. Hamish Bond, rowing, Scott Dixon, motorsport, Kane Williamson, cricket, and you will well remember the great old days of squash in New Zealand, and all of a sudden, again, we see a squash player in there in Paul Cole. Well, again, for me, there's a runaway winner here. What a clear winner. I shouldn't say runaway, I suppose. It's not fair to their other contenders. But for me, um, Kane Williamson was the, the outstanding New Zealand sportsman over the last two years for quite a few reasons, not just uh, for the way he led the team and performed in that World Test Championship final. Um, and I think he was probably, without much doubt from memory, the player of, of that match, a very low-scoring game. He scored the most runs in that um, final. More importantly, he was there when New Zealand were two for, I think, 39 or 40 in that second innings, only chasing 140-odd. But um, India had a sniff and got either Taylor or Williams. I suspect that 140 might have been rather difficult for New Zealand to have scored on that uh, pitch down there of Eastbourne or Southampton, wherever it was. But again, when we needed Kane Williamson, he stepped up and he got New Zealand to victory along with Ross Taylor. He scored, I think, 101 runs in that test match, far more than anyone else. So that alone, I think, we should get in the sportsman of the year. But his captaincy was absolutely superb. I mean, there's many uh, outside of New Zealand who think he is the best captain in test cricket, and I think he showed it uh, in that test match against India. And you look at the resources that Coley can call on from uh, Indian cricket and then you look at the small gene pool that we've got in New Zealand and for us to do well in international cricket we've got to have an inspirational captain uh, that's what uh, Williamson is I mean I hear guys who play with him say it's just an honour to be around him let alone to play with him and let alone to be out there batting in the middle and this is what he's done for New Zealand cricket I mean when New Zealand uh, when the World Test Cricket Championship started Smitty I would have given you my house on the fact that there's no way they'd make the final let alone win it I mean, for all of our years, all due respect to the great victories that uh, you and your colleagues had, when you look back on the 80 or 90 years of New Zealand's history in Test cricket, a good year in Test cricket for New Zealand historically has been where we might sort of sneak up into the middle of the pack. But to win the World Championship, to have to beat countries like India and Australia and others, uh, seemed beyond the scope of the, uh, the sport in this country. The fact that we did win it, a lot of it is due to one guy, Kane Williamson, so Sportsman of the Year. OK, well, that leads us into the next category then, Telf, and there's five uh, in this one. Uh, the women's rowing pair of uh, Kerry Gowler and Grace Prendergast. The, w- the men's rowing eight, there's a lot of romance about that, and you will remember last time around... Emirates Team New Zealand, uh, which is an interesting one in itself, the Black Fern Sevens, and, of course, the Black Caps. So does uh, Williamson's uh, success and dominance in his category, uh, does, it, does that just roll over into the, the coach, uh, the Team of the Year one as well? Yes, it does for me. I mean, I've just sort of given you a spiel about why Williamson uh, won, should win the Sportsman of the Year, and 
uh, he is, you know, he's, he's such an inspirational player uh, that he, he's lifted the game in this country single-handedly. He, he's done extraordinary things. I mean, OK, he's not a bowler, so I suppose you could say, well, you know, that's someone else's area. But I think even our bowlers um, are inspired by Williamson when he's batting and they see what he's doing with the bat and it inspires their performances as well. So for us to win that World Cricket Championship, I still shake my head and, uh, when I see about it and read about it and thinking, do we win the World Test Cricket Championship? You see, it was only a few years ago that we were this for, I think, 43 or 46 in a Test match against South Africa. And then we this is there. I mean, the Belgium around the rowing eight, um, Team New Zealand and the uh, retaining the America's Cup and um, uh, those other performances as well. But for me, um, Team of the Year, Black Caps. Okay, fine. Uh, para athlete and Team of the Year nominees: Dame Sophie Pascoe, Lisa Adams, Holly Robinson, Anna Grimaldi, and Tupu Noifi in the swimming category. Well, I think this kind of epitomises or typifies, I suppose, just what a fantastic year or two years New Zealand has had for sport because every one of those names that you've just read out in the para uh, category are all gold medalists at um, Tokyo last year at the Paralympics. I mean, and that's sort of kind of typical. There's so many uh, outstanding performances in all of these categories. I'm not sure whether we've had um, a year or a Helberg Awards with so many world championships and Olympic medalists. The only thing really missing from uh, 2021, um, I guess, was the Rugby World Cup. But, of course, it wasn't played last year, so we can forget about that. But... um, for me, I, I guess you can't really go past Sophie Pascoe. She, what did she win? Two golds, I think a silver and a bronze. Three athletes in that category, interestingly enough, are Lisa Adams, uh, Holly Robinson, and um, also Tupo Nuifi. Uh, so, uh, but all of them, uh, Olympic gold medalists, and in any other year, if Sophie Pascoe wasn't there, probably one of those would have been a, uh, a footing champion. But once again, I think it's uh, gone goes to Sophie. Right, okay, that's... Uh Pretty clear cut in your mind. So we go to Coach of the Year. Now we're, we've got the, the women's sevens, the Black Fern sevens, of course, coached by uh, Alan Bunting and Corey Sweeney. Uh, the Black Caps by Gary Stead. Uh, canoe racing, Gordon Walker. And rowing, Tony O'Connor. Just uh, Telf's uh, drifting in and out a wee bit. I think he's uh, parked on the side of the road somewhere. We may have uh, just lost him momentarily. John Day fevering away behind the scenes. Hopefully, uh Telf will get back with us because we're uh, we're going to try and uh, uh, call him back here, folks. So, yeah, uh, just repeating those uh, nominees for Coach of the Year, uh, Alan Bunting, Corey Sweeney, uh, that's for Sevens, Gary Stead from Cricket, Gordon Walker from Canoe Racing, and uh, Tony O'Connor from Rowing. Um, and uh, just uh, seeing if I've got the thumbs up to see if Telf is back for that last category. Uh, so very... Very firm on Lisa Carrington, very firm on Kane Williamson, Sophie Pascoe and the Black Caps. Uh, so, tell if we get to the coach, uh, and as I said, Alan Bunting, Corey Sweeney for rugby, uh, Gary Stead uh, for cricket, Gordon Walker, canoe racing, and Tony O'Connor for rowing. Well, just going back to the days, many years ago, when I was on the panel, uh, when it came to the coach of the year, I would look back at the other categories and see uh, if any of the names in coach of the year can be established with and perhaps potential winners or finalists in other categories. And here, therefore, I can't get past Gordon Walker, uh, who I think has been the coach of Lisa Carrington uh, right from the word go, right back as far as the uh, London Olympics when she won her first gold medal. I think he's been uh, her coach since then. Any coach, surely, that wins or has got a charge for an individual team, for that matter, that wins three gold medals at the same Olympics 
uh, how can you top that? And you look at the performances of Gary Stead. Yes, I mean, in uh, another year, Gary Stead guiding the team, coaching the team to the World uh, Test Championship final and Test cricket uh, probably would have been easily enough to have taken coach of the year. Um, but for me, um, you can't go past Gordon Walker. OK, Gordon Walker then, uh, very, very heavily uh, associated with canoe racing over the years. Terrific coach and uh, inspiration uh, and mentor for uh, Dame Lisa Carrington. So that brings us to uh, the overall winner, the actual Halberg winner itself, uh, Telf. So uh, out of that, I'm assuming Dame Lisa Carrington, uh, Kane Williamson, the Black Caps, Dame Sophie Pascoe and Gordon Walker are the five in your reckoning. So which one? Uh, well, it's probably the toughest one. I mean, I've been singing the praises of the Black Caps um, and uh, it was an, an historic event in the history of New Zealand sport, what the Black Caps did. We may never win another World Test Championship, although, uh, you know, the form in the last couple of Test matches suggests that we might have a good run uh, the next cycle as well. But for me, it has to be Lisa Carrington. I mean, when I was watching her in uh, in, in Tokyo winning those gold medals, she reminded me of Peter Snell at his best. I'm old enough to remember sort of kind of vaguely Peter Snell and the footage of him in Rome and, and in Tokyo and the way he would not just toy with the field but uh, when he wanted to, when he just pressed the um, afterburner button, you know, with maybe three, four hundred metres to go somewhere down the back straight, he was gone. No one could stay with him. And this is how Lisa Carrington wins her gold medals or wins her titles. She's there um, right from the start. She doesn't come from behind. She goes out hard um, and then when it matters, she just hits the afterburner and like Snell, she just burns off everyone else the best in the world and she did that three times out of three and even in a boat with a with a a partner and so for me it's the style as much as the kind of haul of three gold medals is extraordinary but the way she did it it was just as i said something right up there with uh, peter snell at his best back in the 1960s so for me she gets the supreme award brilliant telfer always uh, great to, to catch up with you especially at a time of the year where uh, you can cast your eye on over uh, all our activities and, and pick them out. And I think uh, you're pretty much right on the money. I won't be too surprised if you've got uh, six out of six when we hear about it later tonight. Uh, not uh, quite the same ceremony, but uh, we'll get to enjoy it in, in some capacity anyway. Telf, hope you're well. I uh, hope the golf's going well. Thanks for your time this morning. No problem, Smitty. Always a pleasure to talk to you.